Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Well Now It podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. I am doing 10 episodes in the next two weeks, setting myself a challenge to just be more creative and talk about some topics that I find interesting. Some might be really niche and weird, but I hopefully someone out there really likes the same things as well. So today I'm going to be talking about the internet queen, the Gen Z legend, like the person you think of when you think of Gen Z, Emma Chamberlain. Who is she? If you don't know who she is, she's a 21-year-old content creator. She has about 16 million Instagram followers, 12 million followers or subscribers on YouTube. She has become just a household name um, for a reason. There's, I've always been curious. So I've been subscribed to her. I listen to her podcasts. Um, I will watch her 20, 30-minute vlogs where she's just at home feeding her cats I find her, I don't know why. And when you break it down, like I've talked to people, I'm like, why is she so damn interesting? Why is, why are people wanting to watch? Why are they wanting to watch the entire length? And I think the rise of the short form content is really going against everything that she does, but people are still wanting to click and subscribe and find out what she's doing and what she's up to. And I'll go in exactly why I think she's so relatable, why she's grown so much compared to other creators and I'll find that I, I am subscribed to a lot of people on YouTube. I'm an avid YouTube watcher. I like the vlogs. I've like transitioned. I think when I first started, it was very much towards wellness and beauty. Whereas now I really like the lifestyle and travel ones. And I find that the, I guess, OG YouTube influencers, content creators, they're trying really hard. They're trying to do these clickbaity titles. Their thumbnails are really extreme or they're kind of shocking. And you'll find that Emma Chamberlain just has like, taking a poo and feeding my cats. And then it's just like a photo of her lying in her bed. And it's just millions and millions of views within the first hour of like her posting. So I want to break down why that is. And also I work for an influencer. Uh, He's in the tech side of things. And we always find it so interesting because he has a like a specific plan on getting a certain amount of views or there's certain videos that were like, oh, we worked really hard on this. We use like the best resources, camera equipment, and they won't hit like Emma's does. And she uses like not so great of a camera, or sometimes she's even gone back to like the flip camera where she's just vlogging and it's not the best resources and it's like terrible lighting. And honestly, sometimes she like, she gives like unflattering angles, but it's just kind of the whole charm to her. And her videos are often with like quick transitions. It's very like funny, even though she's not trying to be funny. I think it's like the zoom ins and her signature style of filming is very well known. I think a lot of creators after her are trying to copy it. Um, But you know, once you see her style of filming, you see it on other people, you're like, it doesn't quite hit. Um, I know that she for a while had an editor for her videos and then she switched back because she really wanted to be part of the process. And I think for her, the success of her channel isn't just how she films, but it's also the editing. I think it's so entertaining. Um, and I will watch her cook like a terrible meal for 30 minutes. Um, I will definitely watch all her vlogs and listen to her podcast because I think it's her content is just kind of genius. And I want to dig into why I think so. Um, also, her competitors, like male competitors, like I'm talking David Dobrik, Logan Paul, Casey Neinstadt, they all have similar amount of followings. Those are quite jam-packed. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of ment- money being spent. And whereas Emma's usually at home, right now she's been doing, she's been taking a break, but 
she's been doing a little bit of like solo time in New York where she's just like walking around. And even though she's this huge creator, it feels like she's one of your friends. She makes it feel like she's just talking to you. I think her lo-fi aesthetic likely contributed to the huge cultural shift of what it means to be a content creator in the last two years. So what's known as being bad filming is very common. So like the shaky camera, that's just in the crooked angles. I think it makes it also easier for people wanting to get into the space. They're like, I don't need this fancy equipment. I can also be just like Emma. So I think casual posting is becoming more popular and it started from her. Whereas she's just posting, not just on YouTube, but on Instagram as well, just like casual photos. It could literally be her on the toilet. And like, that's very much her aesthetic. And people are finding it cool to just be like, not caring about what other people think. And she's really encouraged that just by her filming. Like she'll go vlog in public or she'll burp or fart or something. And people just find it so entertaining. It's kind of like be real. Yeah. Right? It's, and everything like that. yeah. So I honestly feel like she... She's not the creator of Be Real, but I think Emma Chamberlain was really pushed and made that shift towards the more honest, raw content. And maybe Be Real was an inspo from her. That's a kind of a, like a really like a big stretch of a connection. But I do think she had some influence there. Um, and she's been she's done some crazy things. She's like a Louis Vuitton ambassador at the age of 21. She's interviewed stars at the Met Gala the past two years. Her coffee brand is like has done so well. She's obviously a multimillionaire. Um, she's been in so many magazines in Vogue. She recently did a partnership with Aritzia, which is also very much on her brand. And I know that they're probably going to make so much money with that collab. And within, I think it's only been five short years on YouTube, she's gained the trust of a post-millennial generation that craves authenticity, relatability, and just like honesty. And I think everyone, all like the, the millennials, the older generations, those big brands are like trying to figure out how, how can we kind of relate to her? How can we partner with her? Because she has so much influence. I think I remember she had a video on disposable cameras. And I think the stock prices for that company just went up so high. She has an incredible amount of influence. So she actually began starting editing her videos on Instagram. And it's this level of intimacy and friendship that she creates that makes, you know, makes us all feel like we're friends with her in real life. She's led the way for other content creators to milk their accessibility and approachability for clicks. It's just been kind of become trendy to overshare or to indulge in one's flaws and to present your life as is like imperfect, occasionally kind of silly and just very human. And she's really maintained her girl next door appeal while her fame and wealth have just kind of start skyrocketed. You know, she'll still do finding videos at her at home, even though she's sitting in like a multi-million dollar home, she somehow makes it relatable and only shows little corners of her house or her still making coffee. But then that promotes her coffee brand where she's not going out and spending all this money and making coffee. And I think what's really cool is that her travel vlogs, it's just her, but it's her dad with her. She doesn't have like a, like a filmer or anything, a videographer. It's just her dad with the camera filming her. So for a while she stopped doing this, but she would give forehead kisses to the camera. So it really made you feel like you were there. And I think this relationship is very obviously one-sided mediated psychological relationship between viewer and a celebrity has made it feel 
like one of the world's biggest internet personalities is still our little secret. So she feels like one of us. And what's so cool is her vulnerability. Like we know her embarrassing bowel movements or her first kiss stories. Um, but end of the day, she'll share all that stuff, but we don't really know much about her. So I've listened to her podcast, her personal life, like what actually goes on, um, like who she's dating, all that she doesn't talk about. So I'm just so curious how she does that, how she has a podcast where she's digging into deep about like mental health topics, for example, but never really goes on about herself. She talks more genuinely, but she'll give you a tidbit of like an embarrassing story to make you feel like you're closer and like that she shared, but she didn't really share much. So I don't know that this, you know, perfect blank canvas allows her followers to project whatever they want on her. I don't know if she's created this manufactured sustainable image of herself without, you know, labeling it. Is she just creating this impossible image? Like you'll, you'll never see her talk about political or so social justice issues. Um, and maybe that's because it's a strategic move. She doesn't want, she wants to avoid confrontation and really keep her shiny image because some of her closest friends have been in um, internet beef. The example with James Charles, um, where their internet breakup, it was a lot of focus on him, but she's been able to stay out of the spotlight or have any negative press. And one, one, does she have a really good PR team or she's just wanting to be like, this relatable, fun girl, but don't, but doesn't really talk about any deeper issues. Um, but maybe that's the point of her whole channel. Maybe people are going to watch her to feel like the sort of safe space, safe environment where when there was chaos going around with COVID or any political issues going on, people wanted to, a little bit of a form of escape. And maybe she's that person. Maybe she's that resource. So I don't want to criticize her channel because and it could also be a safe place, safe space for a lot of people. Do you think influencers and their platforms, like, is that their responsibility? That's the big question. It's hard because I feel like Emma Chamberlain has so much influence. Mm -hmm. And I know, I feel like in the past she did, for example, she touched a little bit about an eating disorder, but never really like admitted to having one or was like, Hey, I have one, but she did have I guess the way that she talked about it could be really triggering to some people or how she was joking about just not eating, but drinking a lot of caffeine, for example, which is really bad. And I think she got a little bit of flack for that, but it's just like, again, is she responsible in doing so? But at the time she's 21 now, so she's still pretty young. I think a lot of people put pressure also on Disney stars, for example, Selena Gomez, um, when she was younger people and Hannah Montana, or sorry, Miley Cyrus got so much pressure of being the celebrity star and they should be, you know, they should be held responsible for all these things. But in the, the day, they're just kids. And that's why they, a lot of them spiral, those Disney stars spiraled because <laughs> people expected them to have this responsibility to say certain things. So I find it hard because yes, Amber, Emma Chamberlain, she's kind of like an actress because she's portraying this image. So I don't know if it's exactly fair to hold her accountable for all these things where, for example, her channel's not about politics or social justice issues it's about lifestyle and fashion so it's i think maybe it's a little bit unfair to hold her responsible for issues that her brand isn't even about so that's kind of my thoughts on emma chamberlain if you're an avid chamberlain fan let me know um, but also if you're new to her or you also have a different opinion where you think 
you don't really like her content or you do think she should help be held responsible, please DM me, let me know. I want to have that conversation. So that's all about Emma Chamberlain. Stay tuned for the next episode.